The following is a presentation of the Open Door Bible Baptist Church and Pastor Chris Tice. For more audio and video content, please check us out on the web at www.opendoornj.org. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, notice three words at the beginning of the verse, and I want you to mark these or underline if it's your habit to mark and underline. If you have a conviction about it or something, you don't mark your Bible, that's fine. But if not, would you notice the first three words and read them together with me out loud? Ready? Follow after charity. Now, I could just step down. You say, well, go ahead. No, I'm not. But listen, you could just get those three words tonight, and if you think about them, And really ponder them. It's a great challenge from the Word of God. The three words again. What were they? Follow after charity. Follow after charity. Uh, This is not just a suggestion. This is a command. Follow after charity. Think about it. Follow. The idea here of follow is the idea of aggressively pursuing something. It would be like an army going after another army. Uh, When you're pursuing the enemy and you are an army, and you're going after another army, it's that idea of following after, very aggressively pursuing. Now, charity's not a bad thing. It's not an enemy army. army. It's a great thing. But the Bible says here, follow after charity. I probably shouldn't ask this because we're politically correct anymore in America. But how many of you like to hunt? Anybody here hunt? There we go. All right. Oh, Mr. Rogers, I forgot you were here. And uh, an ally. But anyway, the idea of going hunting. Uh, Brother Keith Ziegler, uh, a man from our church, and some of you know Keith, and and he just was in uh, Kentucky, I believe, and uh, just killed a 10-point buck, Mr. Rogers. I'm just telling you, he did a good job with that. And uh, he aggressively pursued, he followed after on the hunt. And the idea of follow after charity is you're aggressively pursuing. You are hunting after this. It's something you're really zealous about. It's something you're enthusiastic about. It's the idea of you would prioritize, prioritize charity. You would follow after charity. You'd pursue after charity. It's something you're hungry for. And as a Christian, we are to be people who follow after charity. The Apostle Paul, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit... It's saying here to the Corinthian church, follow after charity. I want you to hunt for charity. I want you to pursue charity. I want you to make getting charity a very high priority in your life. You can keep your marker here, but go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, I'll just show some other verses here tonight. 2 Timothy in the Word of God. And notice verse uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. And then verse 22, 2 Timothy 2, 22. Flee also youthful lust, and we often talk to young people about the importance of running away from youthful lust, but follow, notice, young people in particular, you're to flee youthful lust, but there are some things you're to follow. It's the same idea. You're to be hunting for these things. You're to be aggressively pursuing these things. You're to be pursuing, uh, you're to be prioritizing, follow righteousness, faith. Talk to me, church, what's that next word? Charity. The word is charity. So again, the Bible says, follow charity. Follow after charity. Pursue charity. Make charity important in your life. And I'd suggest tonight, listen church, that this church needs to be a church that follows after charity. And your family needs to be a family that follow after 
charity. And every one of us as Christians, we need to follow after charity. If I said to you what's important in your life, you'd have your laundry list of things that you would say, these are important to me. Charity ought to be important to every single one of us. A couple of thoughts. Study, study to be familiar with charity. You need to learn what charity is all about. You can't pursue after something. You can't hunt for something. You can't prioritize something if you don't know what it is. Now, my dad has made this statement. I like this simple definition. Charity is love in action. I like that. Charity, talk to me, ready? Love in action. One more time together. Charity is what? Love in action. So, we as Christians are supposed to be Christians who have the fruit of the Spirit, love, and we're to have that love in action. It's a love that can be seen. It's a love that is evidenced. And love is something that's great in the Word of God because God is love. God doesn't just do love. God is love. It is the very essence of God that God is love. And as Christ followers, we are to be filled with the Spirit of love. When we walk in the doors tonight, we ought to be able to feel the love of God. And when we're around you as an individual Christian, around your family, you ought to be demonstrating Christ-like love. God is love, and so we want to study and be familiar with the idea of what charity is. Charity, as I've already mentioned, is Christ-like love. Charity is a spiritual love. Charity is not a sensual love. Charity is a spiritual love. Charity is a selfless love. Charity is a heartfelt love. Charity is sincere love. Charity is fruit of the spirit love. Uh, you know, the world's looking for love. You ever see somebody and you just feel very sad because it just seems like they're restlessly pursuing after everything the world has and they end up empty. This may sound crazy to some people here, but I would love to witness a Charlie Sheen. He was just diagnosed, or just, it just came out that he's HIV positive, and, and he's just this restless person, and, and he's so intense about living like a heathen man. You say, why? Because everything he's had in life has left him empty. Everything he's had in life has left him with this giant hole in his heart. People like that, they don't know the love of God. But they need to feel the love of God from Christians. We need to make a difference. Charity is Christian love. Charity is humble love. Charity is a pure love. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Again, I'm not going to speak very long at all, so I'm just going to bounce around to these scriptures and then get out of the way. But I love the Bible, and I hope you do. And the Bible can encourage us, and the Bible can teach us. 1 Timothy chapter 1, Now the uh, verse 5. Now the end of the commandment is, notice... Charity out of a pure heart. The end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned. But I I like that statement. It's a very simple idea. Charity out of a pure heart. Our charity ought to come from a heart that is sincere. Our love ought to be real. We don't need to come to church and front some false love. Uh, We don't need to be around people and fake something. It needs to be real. Love makes a difference in people's lives. Jesus was love on earth, love embodied, and Christ, everywhere he went, people could feel the love. Well, Brother Charlie, we're from New Jersey, so we don't believe in love. Come on now, I'm from Jersey too. We should 
you know, where Jersey, you know, where only the strong survive, you know, where we, where we you know, shoot our wounded. And, and that's how we are. We're a rough bunch. And I know we're very direct. But people ought to know there's something different, something different about us, and it's our charity. It's the love that we show. And so I would encourage you, and we're not developing much here tonight, but in the Bible, study the idea of charity. Look at it and study it in your own life and examine yourself and say, do I have the right type charity? 1 Corinthians 13, go ahead and look at it. The most famous charity chapter in the Bible and this idea of love in action. Uh, we'll read through, and, and I won't make much comment, but though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity... I have become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. So your speech should have charity, and your knowledge should have charity, and your faith should have charity, and your giving should have charity. Verse 3, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Verse 4, charity suffereth long. And is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity bonus not itself is not puffed up. The idea of charity is patient and it's kind and it's humble. Verse 5, it's appropriate. It does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Uh, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth, endureth all things. Verse 8, I love this first statement. Charity never Faileth. It's constant. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, uh, and, and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Charity is a mark of spiritual maturity, and it shows that we're growing in grace. For now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. Talk to me, ready? But the greatest of these is charity. So charity is important. Charity is important. Charity is our love and action. Let me ask you a question. If I got around your family or friends, people that you love, and I said, I want you to describe that man. I want you to describe that lady. How long would it take before people mention the word love or charity when describing you. Not to say, not saying this to flatter Brother Skelly, but after he preached today and I had homiletics class, we kind of just picked you apart. No, we didn't. Not the message. I said, give me your observations, fellas, from the message. Give me your observation about Brother Skelly's a preacher. And one of the things that got mentioned was basically from the start, of the fin- start to finish of the message, they said you could tell that he loved uh, the people that he was preaching to, you could feel his love. There was a sincere love. The man who spoke, the young man that spoke, could have said this, Brother Skelly preached with charity. You know, you can be preaching against sin and still have a spirit of charity. You can be preaching some of the hardest things in the Bible. You can reprove and rebuke, and that's part of preach the word. You can do that with a spirit of charity. And everything we do ought to have charity all over it. So I want to encourage you to study, study this idea of charity and understand it and seek it in your life. And that's the second thought. Seek fervent charity. Notice with me, if you would, in 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4. Y'all doing well? We're good. Six more minutes and I'm going to get out of the way. So I told you I'd be short. 1 Peter chapter 4. 
and verse 8. Please mark this verse in your Bible. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 8. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. So we're saying we need to really seek after fervent charity. Notice this, above all things. Isn't that a strong statement in God's Word? Above all things, you're to have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. The Bible talks about also the idea of love cover the multitude of sins. It's not that we have something where we sweep things under the rug. It's the idea, it's not our goal to take everybody's dirty laundry and show it to the neighborhood. Does that make sense? Like we want to have charity and part of this charity is a love. It's a grace with other people and we need to make sure, make sure that we have a fervent charity. We need to have a zealous charity. We need to have an enthusiastic charity. We need to have a charity that's alive. We need to have a charity that's real. In this church, you're not supposed to be national on each other. There's not supposed to be a bunch of factions and schisms and division. We're to be here as one body in Christ. And we're to love each other wholeheartedly. Why don't you, I just don't get along with her. Well, you need to get over that. Come on, we need to have a fervent charity. It ought to be real that when people walk in the doors of this church, they know there's something different here. Come on, this is, not, this is better than, help me, Brother Kurt, it's better than Dunkin' Donuts, it's better than Starbucks, and that's tough. I mean, that's almost heretical for him. But the point is, you go in some of these places and they try to create an environment. You know, and you go in there and you have this environment. Hey, we don't have to create it. It ought to come out of our hearts a fervent charity for each other. Now, you say, how can that happen? We're all so different. Yes, we are. Some of us are real different, but we can still love each other. It doesn't matter what the background is. It doesn't matter uh, your education or the type car you drive. Uh, None of that. We're not supposed to be having some people high up and other people we put them down low. We're to love everybody. doesn't matter what color you are. It's not, you know, red and yellow, black and white. Not red and yellow, especially white. We okay with that? We ought to be loving everybody. There ought to be a fervent charity, a zealous charity, an enthusiastic charity. And above all things, open door needs to be known for the place where you can feel the love. Absolutely. That's big. It's huge. And we need to do that. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16. 1 Corinthians 16. And notice 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians 16, 14, notice it. Let all your things be done with charity. Well, I, you know, I love on Sunday. No, 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 no. Let all your things be... I'm getting convicted because I'm thinking of the way I drove coming up the turnpike. I did not drive with charity tonight. Let all... I actually, and I never do this. I actually hit the high beams on one lady. Just would knock it out of the left lane. And, and Virginia Tags, you all know what I'm talking about. They were not from Jersey. But anyway, I need to get right. Lord, help me. Let all your things be done with charity, including the way you drive. 15, I beseech you, brethren. You know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they, notice, have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. And we could preach that. We're not going to. The idea of they've addicted themselves to the ministry, the ministry of the saints, is the idea of serving each other with a spirit of charity. It's the idea these people were addicted to, how can I find a way to serve my brother or sister in Christ with a spirit of charity? Well, I've come to get a blessing tonight. I hope you do, but you ought to come, more importantly, to be a blessing. 
Well, I don't need friends. Well, maybe somebody needs you to be a friend. We good with all that? All right, we've got to have that spirit, that spirit of love, that spirit of charity, and this church was addicted to it. Not only that, thirdly, you ought to show family charity. Family charity. I'm talking about the family of God. I'm talking about your own family. Colossians chapter 3. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Colossians chapter 3. Thanks for being here tonight. I'm glad you came to hear Brother Skelly, and I know the Lord's given him a word, and it'll be good to hear it. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12. Put on, put on, therefore. We've already been told what to put off, but now we put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. 14, together out loud if you're there, ready. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Notice this. Above all these things, all these things, and there's some great things listed, God's Word says, put on charity. Put on charity. And notice what it does. It bonds us together. It, it, it glues us together. It sticks us together. How many of you were young in kindergarten? You had like the, the little paste type stuff, right? You remember putting that on your fingers? And some of us are old enough to remember when super glue came out. Then at some point and putting that, that glue there and your fingers are stuck and you rip the skin off to, to get it separated. And man, that kind of stuff, it cements us together. You know what charity does? It brings us together close. Closeness in Christ will come from a spirit of charity. And church ought to be a real close place, and your family ought to be a close place. 1 Corinthians 8, 1, charity edifieth. It's the idea of it encourages, it builds up. And when you come to church, and when you're with your family, and even when we go out there in the world, especially when we go out there in the world, we ought to be people that are different. Out here in Jersey, a lot of people are tearing each other down. Hey, we ought to be building people up. That ought to be our spirit. That's the spirit of Christ's likeness. Mm, let's just shut her down. John 13, look at this. John chapter 13. John chapter 13. And I want you to notice what Jesus said in John chapter 13 and verse 35. John 13 and verse 35. Notice, the Bible says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have Love one to another. In verse 34, Jesus said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Well, how much should I love people like Christ loved them? As I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Listen, I'm thankful for the sign out front that announces this is the Open Door Bible Baptist Church. That's great. Wonderful. I'm glad for everything people know about this church from the outside. I'm glad what people can see about us, how we're different on the outside. But I'm telling you, the way they're going to know that we're Christians is the way that we love each other. Charity is a love in action. I would encourage you to make it a goal to constantly, and above all things, walk in a spirit of Christ-like love. Make it something you're pursuing. Follow after charity. Be something, be, make it be something where it's aggressive in your heart and your life and you're practicing it and show the love of Jesus to a crazy world that needs to see it and to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't be mean and nasty. That's like the world. Be filled with charity because that's like Christ. If God has used this ministry in any way to be a blessing to you, 
please take a moment to send us an email to info at opendoornj.org. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at opendoornj.org. Thanks for tuning in.